The following is a CSPN Media podcast presentation. Alright boys and girls, my name is Tobias Wilborn, the name of the marquee is Here It Is, and today I am in beautiful Greenville, South Kakalaki, a.k.a. South Carolina, with my man Donald Richardson here at Quest Brewing. And first of all, folks, listen, they're in this really cool little park area, they got the food trucks going, they have live bands through the week, dope-ass spots with some bad-ass beer, and I am here with one of their owners, head brewer, he's going to tell me about the brew and more. Thank you, buddy. I appreciate you coming out today, man. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Was that good enough introduction? Well, that was a good one, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, look, man, I tell you what, man, this guy's a yeah. bearded beauty here, and we're going to sit here and rap. He's going to tell me, first of all, let's get into your introduction in the craft. Yeah. What, what were you drinking when you were a young man? Of 21 uh, age, Yeah, by the way. <laughs> I mean, you know, back in the day, I was, I was drinking, you know, because it was kind of before craft. Right, know? right. Um, so I was drinking a lot of, like, uh, Canadian beers, and I kind of... Got into like they like some Molson's blue and, and Molson's? yeah, and all nice. that. Yeah, back in the day before there was, you know, really any craft. And I think one of the, you know, one of the first craft beers I got was uh, Sierra Nevada Pale Ale. Yeah, I, yeah. I you know what I've done this show. This will be episode, geez, by the time this runs, it'll be episode fifty-five for over a year now. And I've talked to brewers from here to California, everywhere in between. And of the beers where people start, Sierra Nevada Pale Ale is always. <laughs> One or two. Why do you think that is, man? I mean, I think it was just you know, you know, Ken Grossman and those guys were one of the first on the scene, and um, you know, as far as like beer that was more nationally distributed, right, right, it was the first one. You know, there was also Pete's Wicked Ale back in the day. So yes, yes. So that was another one that I kind of you know but, piqued my interest back. You know, so listen, where, yeah. where are you from, by the way? I'm from Atlanta. Well, you're from yeah, Atlanta. Okay. I am. Yeah. Right. So you, but so you were before Sweetwater before. Um, ah, Atlanta Brewing and Dogwood. Yeah, all that. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, if you were coming before that, you were probably drinking PBRs and Budweiser and Miller. Yeah, it was a it, yeah, it was tough decisions back then. <laughs> right, right, yeah. right. So so think about but going from drinking those beers mm-hmm. to that first year in about a pale ale, what was that like? What was it like when it hit your lips, man? You know, it's like it's enlightening. It's like, all right, this is, you know, flavorful beer and it's nice. like, you know, I started getting a little, you know, bit of that hop head thing <laughs> right, going right, on. Right, 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 right. And then uh, that was, you know, when I was in Atlanta, and then I moved to Colorado. So nice. that kind of opened up a whole different, you know, segment of craft that I was able to get from West Coast stuff and things that weren't accessible in Atlanta back in the day. Right, right. Yeah. Guys, you listen to Beard is on the CSP Network. My name is Tobias Wilborn. I am here with Donald Richardson at Quest Brewing, head brewer, co-owner of this fine establishment. So... Tell me about Colorado. Where were you in Colorado, and what were you doing there? Uh, well, I lived in Boulder. So no, I oh, yeah. Out there. So uh, <laughs> oh, I lived out there in 1991, and then, uh, <clears throat> you know, my, my craft thing, you know, passion continued to grow. So I went and, uh, st- you know, stalked a brewery, and nice. that was Boulder Beer Company until oh, they wow. finally hired me. So, yeah. And I worked out there. I got hired in out there in '92, and I worked out there till '97. With so what, those guys. so what were you drinking? Because you were in Boulder. I mean, you were in the epicenter yep. of what craft was. I mean, jeez, twenty-five years ago, right? Yeah, it was. It's twenty-five yeah. years ago. Yeah. So, like, what were you drinking then, and how did that kind of inspire you? Um, 
you know, some of the beers that I really got into it, it, moving to Colorado, I mean, New Belgium was one of them. And back old then, school. it was yeah. like, you know, they, they had, you know, there was Fat Tire, but then there was the Old Cherry. And yes. then uh, they had a Triple and then a Trappist Ale that they did. And those were all in the big bottles. That was, you know, when Jeff Levish and, you know, Kim Jordan, they were brewing in their basement. Wow. Back in the day. So, wow. um, you know, it's, it was really cool to be a part of that, you know, early renaissance of, mm-hmm. like, you know, not only Colorado beer, but, you know, national craft beer. Yeah. And, and see, kids at home, this is before YouTube. This is before a lot of things. Like, now you can go before anywhere. cell phones. Exactly. You can go now yeah. and learn how to brew beer and never actually go into a brewery if you so chose. Because there's so many videos and so many things. But in your day, when you came up, if you were buying homebrew supplies, I know Colorado's a little bit, I know in Georgia, if you're buying homebrew supplies, you're going to a bread store, quote-unquote. Yeah, that, yeah, back in the day. Yeah. Back in the day, well, yeah. you're going to a bread store yeah. that just happened to sell yeast and yeah. barley and so on and so forth, and they had some hops. But even then, like, you couldn't go to a actual homebrew shop. Yeah. Thank you, Jimmy Carter, though. Yeah, you shout know? out to Jimmy, peanut farmer, man. <laughs> Salute to <laughs> President. Turning that, yeah. Turn that law around. That's it, yeah. Yeah, because, you know, he was a winemaker, so yeah. he, he knew what the game was. And that's it, yeah. So, I mean, but think about that, man. How far has the game come from that level of kind of having to sneak around and kind of hide to where now, you know, brewers are where they are. There are 5,000 brewers in this country. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's amazing how everything has like changed and like you know evolved. I never thought that the craft beer industry would be what it is now. You know, back in 1992 when I started in it, and it's just you know it's amazing to see it. And it's like you know, and that's why I have such a passion in this industry, and I love what you know what everything that's going on around us. You know, it, there's more breweries building up. There's more breweries in Greenville. Nice. We just had a new brewery open today. Thirteen yeah. stripes. And, you know, we welcome them to the hood, and it's like everybody, you know, that opens up, or new breweries, you know, we feel like it just builds this community even stronger. So, we, we love having, you know, good company. Good company, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. And so, and I love how it's not competition. I'll tell you another yeah. place we can find good company each and every week. Here on Beer It Is, on the C-Screen Network, my name is Nabias Wilborn, rockin' with my man Donald Richardson, here in Greenville at Quest Brewing. So, let's get into the Quest, man. Your Quest. You, you're at Boulder Brew Company. Yeah. How'd you go from there to here? Walk me through it. So uh, in '97, I moved back to uh, to the East Coast. So I moved to uh, Boone, North Carolina. Oh, nice! And uh, opened up a brewery up there, which was Cottonwood Brewery. <laughs> I've heard yeah. a couple, yeah. Yeah, which is now those brands are now owned by Foothills Brewery. My, nice. my good friends, People's Porter. Yeah. yeah, that's it. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, as I as I moved there in '97, and then. Uh, Three Great American Beer Festival awards in a row. GABF. As we, yeah. as we, you know, as I started that up, and then a World Beer Cup. Um, we had a pretty good thing going up there, and then we were bought out by a Carolina Beer Company, and then I ended up uh, taking a brewmaster position with them for about three years. Nice. In Mooresville, North Carolina. So I kind of, you know, moved you closer go to Carolina Charlotte. Boy, man. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> and then I moved it. Uh, I did about eight years of uh, of. of brokering beers so wow. I, I worked with uh, a lot of importers it was mainly Belgian importers and mm-hmm. it was a lot of stuff uh, like new brands that uh, came into this market when, the, when all of the alcohol laws changed oh my gosh and were raised so I was able to bring in some world class Belgian ales that right. was one of my passions so what, uh, what were some of those Belgian beers that you were bringing in uh, a little bit of St. Bernardus some of those I did some of those yeah oh, St. Bernardus <laughs> yeah, when, when they came into Georgia they, 
those were under my umbrella. Really? And then Saison um, uh, DuPont was one of yes. my big brands. Yes, yes. Uh, Triple Carmelite. Yep. Yeah. The clock, so, Deus, yeah. Interesting story yeah. about statement artists. So, you know, you, are you familiar with Wild Heaven in Atlanta? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I know Eric down there very well. Yeah, Eric, yeah. Eric's an asshole. Uh, yeah. He listens to the show. <laughs> Eric, you're an asshole, but I love you because you do some amazing I people. like Eric. Yeah. He's a good people when yeah. he wants to be. But anyway, uh, yeah. so at the time, he was running Trapeze yeah. in Athens. Oh, yeah. And That's so, when I met Eric. <laughs> oh, wow. So, yeah. we got some stories, man. So, oh, yeah. guys, listen, we're going to have some fun here on this one because yeah. uh, the more we talk, the more layers unfold oh, there's, here. There's a lot of layers. Right, and that's the beautiful <laughs> thing about craft beer. Yeah. So, I never forget, this is actually when I first met Eric, before he kind of blew up into going to his own place in Wild Heaven with Nick Purdy, who swears he's pretty, but he's yeah. just Purdy. But anyway, <laughs> but anyway, so, I never forget, they had the St. Bernardus, and they had, like the, they had Brewer, and they had the Christmas beer. And it was like the first time the Christmas beer hit the South. And it was at Trapeze. So it didn't even go like Porter, Brick Store, none of those places. It was at Eric's bar. Yeah. So that one, this testament to Eric and what he was doing. Mm-hmm. And then two to that bar. So anyway, so the guy's in there and people were like double fisting the beer. And the owner was like, oh, this is some bullshit. <laughs> he was like, that's not how I be brewed this beer. <laughs> we brewed it to be sipped. Yes, like we like brewed it to be savored and enjoyed. <laughs> and you're supposed to talk about things yeah. as you drink it and the complexity and let it warm up. You know, these asshole kids who were drinking it. And it was, you know, affordable, relatively speaking. Mm-hmm. We're just like pounding it. And he's just looking like, oh, my God. And, also, and, and that, mm-hmm. having that experience and seeing that experience really kind of opened my eyes to what was going on in the game. Yep. Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, Eric and, and those guys that, you know, and brick store guys, all of, you know, Porter, right. all of them, like, you know, they kind of paved the road for, like, better beer in Georgia. And I worked really closely with all of those guys on my, you know, all of my Belgian portfolio. Wow. And, you know, that's where, you know, a lot of, you know, my love for Belgian beer came from. It's like trips to Belgium and just selling beer, you know, right. selling Belgian ales. And the passion for that. So, and so, are you yeah. with three taverns in Atlanta too? Then, right? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So you know, Urin over there. Um, he's their head brewer, and he's a Belgian guy. So actually, he's yep. related to the Fat Tire guy. So yeah. Yeah, which, they make amazing beer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I'm looking forward to us expanding into the Georgia market, and we're actually uh, about to do that next week. Oh really? So tell about tell about us coming to Georgia. Yeah. So we'll be coming into Athens to start with. Nice. So, um, that'll be uh, next week. We've got a little soft release going up there. Who, uh, who are you distroying with? Uh, that's a Savannah distributor. Oh, Savannah. Okay, yep. shout out to Savannah. Yeah, yeah. They're fair. So, I mean, oh yeah, yeah. and they're uh, statewide, so if they you... can cover our yeah the yeah. whole territory. So we'll start with Athens, and I think we're looking at like Savannah, like uh, toward fall, and then um, maybe Atlanta. Yeah, maybe the first of next year. Okay, we're going right. to take a little bit of time getting into Atlanta, but because Atlanta's know, a very saturated a market one. right now. It is. But yeah, there's a lot going on, but we feel like we, you know, you can hold your own. We feel like we can, you know, get a little niche in there. Nice, so, nice, yeah. nice. So, guys, listen, we're going to take a quick pause for the cause. We'll be right back. We're actually going to pour up a couple beers. We're going to talk about the beers that we're going to drink, and then we're going to walk through more of the quest journey and the quest of Donald Richardson here. So we'll be right back. Here it is.
Hey everyone, this is your man Jeremy from the Crown and Collars podcast. Just reminding you that you are listening to a CSPN media presentation. And to check out Crown and Collars every Wednesday so we can tell you what your aunt does when you're not around. This episode of the Beer It Is podcast is sponsored by Busted Tees. Your home for funny, awesome, cool t-shirts that are sure to get your friend's attention. Busted Tees puts many of their popular shirt designs on sale each week. Choose from several eye-catching t-shirts inspired by pop culture. Cleverly themed t-shirts inspired by movies, video games, TV shows, comic books, geek culture, and much more are on sale right now. To help keep our podcast free, you can order from Bust Tees by going to our official website, cspn.us. That's cspn.us. Then clicking on the Keep Our Podcast Free link at the top of the page. From there, scroll down to the Busted Tees banner, and then you can shop for awesome t-shirts. Busted Tees through cspn.us. Do it today. Alright, boys and girls, we're back from the break. My name is Tobias Wilborn. We're here on Beer It Is... On a beautiful afternoon here in Greenville, South Kakalaki, a.k.a. South Carolina, at Quest Brewing with a man, Donald Richardson, owner, head brewer. I mean, that's a grind, man. How do you handle all that, that grind, dude? Uh, it's a passion. I love, I love what I do. So it's like, you know, I've been doing this for 25 years, and it's like, it's just... You know, it, it's it's hard work, but it's a, it's a fun industry. Because a lot like, of times, uh, like the owner, because it's like okay, because you're still having to handle like the the paperwork and ordering all these things, and then you're still in there grinding out, man. Yeah. Like, talk to me about like actually, let's, let's talk about this. Tell me about your brew house. Mm-hmm. So we're a we're a thirty barrel brew house here. So yeah, we we built this on. You're uh, bigger in in this area, right? I mean, yeah. Thomas Creek is a little bigger, yeah. but obviously because yeah. they've been around for. They have a lot more fermentation. They're still yeah. running a thirty barrel brew house. Really? There, sure. yeah, yeah, good for them. Um, so we we built this one a little bit larger because, and uh, I've just seen a lot of breweries build their their systems too small and not right. grow it too fast. Right, right, and then. So we have some space to expand here with more tanks. So nice. uh, right now we're sitting at about a, uh, we're about a 3,000, a little bit over 3,000 barrel capacity, okay. which we're pretty close to at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, but with adding in more tanks, we can easily, you know, double, triple that right. volume with what we've got here. So, so man, uh, what's a brew day like here, man? Brew day for us. Uh, How do you brew in and like, yeah. what, what are the hours like? Uh, typically, you know, about 7 o'clock. We're, we're starting up. so Grinding. Uh, yeah, yeah, we're working on through. And then we have, you know, our tasting room here as well that goes on till you know, 9 or 10 o'clock at night. So And you guys open like, every day in the tasting room? Yeah, and, uh, I, I do have a tasting room manager. So he takes care of everything. Lee nice. over here. Yeah. Job Lee. Yeah, except for when he got married for the past two and a half weeks. And oh, well, yeah. Then I kind of had to cover that. But Fair enough. That. <laughs> but I'm so like... Yeah. Because, like, so you guys are open tasting room. What times are tasting room open? What times are closed? And where can people find out? Where can people find you guys on the social media? So we're uh, typically open at 4 o'clock during the week. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Saturday uh, we open at 12. Nice. And we run on through about 9 or 10 o'clock. Uh, and then uh, Sundays we're 1 to 6. Nice. You're open on Sundays. Yeah, we are. Hey, yeah. So you can come over after church because it is it. south. <laughs> it is south. So you got to go to church first. At 1 o'clock. You know, right. You can get it, finish up with your church and then there you come go. out of here and enjoy a little pint. Yeah. And, and if you want, cause they don't do the TV thing in here. Mm-hmm. But if you, I guess maybe you can, like, bring your headphones and you want to mm-hmm. listen to the Panthers. Guys, I'm assuming yeah. that's what people do here, right? That's it. Yeah, absolutely. We do have a... 
we'll pull down our projector sometimes and right. put stuff up there. Yeah, yeah it's okay. This is a big game, you know. But we don't, you know. You one the- thing I like about this, you know, about you know having a, a, a pub that's like no no TVs, right. you know. And if we could make people check in their cell phones at the door, we could do that too. <laughs> focus on the beer. Yeah, and focus on the beer and talking to other people. Exactly. And conversing with people and just, oh. you know, and that's it's one thing that I've enjoyed about being in Europe. And nice. it's just like that lack of, you know, it's like more about just like, you know, getting to know people and, you know, and, and enjoying a beer. Well, I mean, the Instead great... of like just staring at, you know, Exactly. The yeah. Because like, I, I go back to what Martin Luther said. I mean, his wife was a brewer. Old school, you know, like literally, like help refine what religion and so forth is, right? And he was like, you know, beer is a social lubricant, mm-hmm. and that goes back. If you go back to different places before there were coffee shops, there were breweries and places where people sat down, they had a beer, they discussed the things that are going on in the world. And that's it. Yeah. And I think that <laughs> it's funny because I, I, I quote my boy Zach Newton, who uh, brews over at Thomas Creek. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, crazy ass dude. I oh, love I, I love Zach too. Right, right. Yeah. And it's, um, he's one of those kids, and I love him. And he was like, you know, beer hits the six senses, and it's like the five regular, right? It's touch, taste, sound, you know, feel, right? Yeah. But it also has that six where it kind of alters your mind state. But it's like sometimes we're so focused on everything else, we don't actually appreciate that. Absolutely. I mean, that's, yeah. I think, you know, you, you've got to take it all in and, right. you know, take it for what it is. And it's like, you know, have fun with it. Exactly. All and the so, way through, you know. I mean, you can tell, but so, and so from there, let's get into some of these beers that you guys have right now. Yep. And so right now, I mean, look, I, I wish you guys could see it. I'll, I'll send some pictures. So I am gazing upon the Makura. We'll start there. We'll work our way through. Okay. So yep. start with the double IPA. Is that that uh, Makara, you know? Yes. Big danky. Yes, uh, IPA. it is. I mean, the color on it, it's like this um, deep, dark. I can see the caramelly. It's, it's, it's beautiful. It's like a little bit like a light, like almond butter kind of look to it by the eyes, but the taste it's full, robust. Walk me through this beer. So this is a you know, Macaro. We started this one with a big malt backbone. Um, I'm a big believer. I love my IPAs, and mm. that's one of my favorite styles to brew and to drink. Um, but I love IPAs that have a big malt backbone and have a lot behind it. Um, so it's not just a one-dimensional just hop mm-hmm. because we hop the hell out of this. Right, right, right. Yeah. I mean, this thing comes in. Yeah, it's 100-plus IBUs on this. Um, so we hit it really heavy with the Columbus hops um, on the, on the uh, bittering on this. And, mm-hmm. then, and then we hit it citra all the way through. So citra hop all the way into the dry hop. Um, this is a beer that I developed a while back. But nice. then as we opened here... Um, all of a sudden, you know, same thing with our light IPA, which has a lot of citra to it as well. Um, it's like, I want citra hops, and there was none to be had. Right. And we opened in 2013, yeah. so there mm-hmm. was all the hop shortage. So, mm-hmm. you know, we had to wait for a year and a half or we could even get the hops to do, you know. Wow. Yeah. This, and then take a light to where we have that Elida IPA now as well, which will be available in Georgia and can. So that's, hey, this is kind of... So this is a Macara is like a double. It's basically a double uh, Elida, similar nice. to a double Elida. Yeah. Nice. Mm-hmm. And the thing about this beer, like I said, it's the color, it's the look, it's the taste. I don't get like sometimes with some of the double IPs get like that chunky kind of thing going on. And I don't get that. It's just a very crisp, smooth beer. How'd you get it there? 
Yeah, we like, I mean, like, once again, it's like the malt balance to me. It's like balancing it out. A lot of hops takes a lot of malt mm. on the back end, you know, and it's like, um, so for that one, it's just, you know, it's it's a two-row pale malt, a good bit of Munich malt, and some caramel malt in there. Nice. And then uh, that basically, yeah. And a bit in a big malt bill on that as well. Do you yeah. treat the water separately for IPAs than you do for other beers, or how do you do your water treatment? We do a little bit. We add a little bit more uh, calcium sulfate. Okay. Uh, for a traditional pale or IPA. Nice. Just to kind of you know set uh, you know Burton on Trent. Right. Know, yeah. Right. Simulation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That we try to do. So uh, what? So what do you start with your water treatment? Like, do you do you bring it all the way down? Like, what do you do with the water treatment? Do you carbon RO? Well, uh, we're uh, we are very fortunate here in Greenville to have some of the best water in the nation nice. so we start out with a base of water that's just amazing water wow that you are it it'll spoil you it's mm. like you know you drink tap water here and then you go somewhere else and try it and it's, it's yeah, horrible yeah, yeah yeah but you you know greenville water is is phenomenal um we run it through a carbon filter okay so basically we're just taking out the uh trying to uh strip the chloramine right chloramine a little bit different uh than chlorine uh, that doesn't dissipate as fast, mm. so we just run it through that, and that takes it out. And then from there, we, tr- you know, our um, we use a brewing salt, so we use nice. uh, yeah uh, calcium sulfate. Nice, and, it and that just to harden it up, harden the water a little bit. Yeah, and then you'll switch it depending on what style of beer you're doing. Yeah, a little so bit, on and so forth, just slightly on that. Yeah, yeah. but the water here is yeah that helps because like that, yeah. that that zero balance really helps. And so from there, we went to the IPA. Now we get into the stouts. Yeah. This lavender stout. Tell me about the name of this beer, and then walk me through like the taste right. notes and flavors on this. So this is the uh, the Brocker. Um, so this is a second time we've done this collaboration. This is my good friends. So will be opening a brewery later here this year in uh, Greenville called Fireforge Brewery. Shout out to them, Brian and Nicole, good friends nice. of mine, good people. And uh, so this is the second time we brewed this uh, collaboration with them. Um, and this is a uh, so Brocker is like is a forger. Um, so this is a it's a Dutch. That's the name comes from Dutch. Nice. And it's a forger. I call it a dainty forger because it has lavender. <laughs> so you know, yeah. Little, little tiptoeing. Yeah. Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> tiptoeing that's in my Jordan. You know what I'm saying? Like a little easy going, <laughs> slow moving, but that's it. It gets where it's going to oh, go. Oh God! Once you yeah, you get into it, it it's on. But what's ABV on this beer? So I mean? this one uh, this one comes in about seven percent. And then that's uh, yeah. Don't play around with that, man. Yeah, that one uh, is uh, so it's uh, fresh lavender in there. Mm. We also use uh, coffee from Due South uh, Coffee Company here Shout in Greenville. South, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. South, yeah. Um, so uh, then that one, you know, it's it's an amazing little blend of you know, Ooh, lavender, smooth, lavender and coffee. And that was Brian's, you know, Brian from Fireforge. That was his nice. his idea. Um, and we were talking about doing a stout, so I kind of came up with the base recipe, and then he was like, "All right, we're going to do this lavender and coffee." And I was like, "Well, I've never done that before, but that sounds awesome. Let's try it." <laughs> what I like yeah. about this beer, so it's like it feels like a velvet glove on an iron fist. Mm-hmm. That's what I get with this, because I mean, the stout is there. I mean, the mouthfeel of the stout mm-hmm. is there. It's it's full, it's robust, and the coffee is there too on the nose and on the taste. But the lavender. Man, yeah. it just adds like that silk. A different, yeah, different layer to it. So like, all right, like, I see y'all. And lavender is something, you know, especially in anything, it can be overdone pretty mm-hmm. easily. So it's like, you know, it's one of those things you got to kind of, you know, you don't go, ease it in. Yeah, right. so that's what, you know, 
We actually backed it off a little bit this batch from the last batch, and yeah, it's very, very well received. Even people that don't like lavender, nah, it's up, smooth, you know, man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I look at, it, I was like, lavender. <laughs> I, come on, man. What is y'all doing? I was like, oh what's no, baby, what is you doing? What's wrong with you people? Right, right, right. <laughs> and, you know, look, but you know, I mean, because I did this thing with, with craft beer in and of yeah. itself is that the game is evolving, it's ever moving, it's ever changing. So you never know what's coming. I was like, oh no, I, but man, that's that right there. It hits. Yeah. So I mean, salute to you. So then from there, we get into the yeah, the Caldy. Yes. So that's our Caldy uh, Imperial Coffee Stout, which was one of our. It's one, been one of our most popular beers since we opened. Uh, it's one of our core products, our legendary series, as we call it. And um, so that one uh, we brew with uh, with West End Coffee. Nice. Yeah. So, 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 so spreading the coffee love around. Yeah, we do. Yeah. Nice. And we played around with a couple of blends in that, and uh, with Methodical Coffee, another local company too. So we might do, you know, a little different. Uh, Little different blends nice. type thing coming out, but with by, this but beer. the base stat will say what it will is. Will stay the same, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then we can just yeah use some different coffee to you know accentuate the different coffee, you know, different flavors of the different origins of coffee and all that. It's really cool to play around with that as well. You nice, know? yeah. And I tell you guys, yeah. we can find different origins, different flavors each and every week here on CSPN on Beer It Is. My name is Tobias Wilborn, rocking here with my man Donald Richardson, old school but still new school brewer here at Quest. Guys, we're going to take another quick pause. We'll be right back. We've got to wrap up because he's going to walk us through a few more things. Let us know what's coming up next, and we'll be right back. This is Tim Dog from the Conflict Chronicles. Make sure to join myself, Agent 70, Dirt, and Roddy Cat live every Thursday night, 9 p.m. Eastern Time, as we discuss the latest breaking comic book news and also review the new comic books each week, along with discussing TV shows, movies, and much more. And make sure to go to our website, theclicknation.com. You can listen to the Comic Book Chronicles every Friday by subscribing to the Cold Slither Podcast Network. Right, boys and girls, once again, my name is Tobias Wilborn. The name of our key is Beer It Is, and we are rocking here at Quest Brewing. Once again, my man Donald Richardson, and he's he's a cool dude, man. I tell you what, you got to meet this dude because he ain't about the BS. He's about making good beer with good hops, barley, wheat, and dope water treated well in this city. So, man, what does the city of Greenville mean to you? I like this town a lot, man. It's like I traveled here a good bit, right, in the '90s, and then you know, growing up in Atlanta, been up here, but Greenville hadn't quite gotten to where it needed to be, right, uh, right, right. Uh, but I moved here in uh, 2009, and this town just, to me, just keeps getting cooler and cooler. And I feel like I've lived in some pretty cool towns, you know, coming from Boulder and Boone, and mm-hmm. you know. Some cool spots, and uh, it's just got a you know great you know outdoor lifestyle thing going on, and nice. now now as well as like you know all the craft beer and everything that's popped up. We were the first brewery to open 
15 years after Thomas Creek. So, wow. Yeah. So, so what, this, did you, what did you come up with? Uh, we'll be coming up in four years. So we're 2013 is the wow. one we have in here. So Thomas Creek, then it was just nobody. It was for, just dormant. And yeah. then you guys coming in now. Yeah. Brewery 85 yeah. and Brewery South. Uh, Brewery South. It's right. Swamp Rabbit Brewery and yeah. you know, 13th Stripes opening today. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Upstate Craft Beer. So there's it's been a, you know, a lot of uh, a lot of cool things that have happened, you know. Nice. You know, and we've, we knew it was coming. But it's going to be fun, though, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's awesome. No, it's great to kind of, you know, we feel like we we're kind of leading this next, you know, wave of breweries, you know. and But, you know, with us, you know, it's like, all these great other breweries that are coming in, like, you know, Sean at Burstwy South is knocking it out of the park. Yeah, like, man. With his sours and what he's doing over there, and we work a lot with him on, you know, you tried a little bit of one of our sours earlier. Yes. That oh, we barely... Well, let's talk about that beer real quick, man. Yeah. Yeah. Tell the me fun- funk version? Yes. <laughs> I took a picture of that can so you yeah. guys will see it, but man, that beer was really good. Yeah. No hyperbole. So right? that's a uh, that's one of our little sour experiments we're doing, and that's a great thing about working with other breweries um, and our closer relationship with Birds Fly South. Uh, we're able to sour beer over there in their facility, so it keeps all of the nice. you know, all the <laughs> funk out of here. And so we, we can keep the clean beer flowing. Well, if, uh, if it goes wrong, blame Wit. Yeah, that's right. Oh, I, I will. Yeah. I already, I already am. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, but. Um, yeah, so it's cool to have that you know that relationship over there. So that beer right there was a that was a uh, red that was a saison brew that we do here. Nice. We just brewed it again you know, a couple weeks ago to refill those barrels because we were trying to keep that that wow. just flowing because that you know we're pretty proud of that beer and excited about that. That is awesome. Like, yeah. like I said, I mean, to be able to work with people. I mean, and so we go from that to Wicked Weed, obviously out of Asheville. We gotta get into that a little bit. I mean. How did you feel about that when you saw it come down? And I mean, are you cool? With, I'm sure you're probably cool with some of those guys. Oh yeah, yeah. No, they're you know good friends of ours, and you know one of our one of our brewers, you know Peter works up there now with those guys. So right. you know we still you know we feel very strongly about you know supporting those guys. Um, you know it's it's a difficult you know decision, and it comes down to like one of those things. It's like, hey man, it's it, a lot of money. It is, and it's like one of those things. It's like you know, in every other in every other business or profession, you know, you've made it once you yeah. sold out to somebody big. But in the craft beer industry, you've sold out. But I do, I understand a lot of that. It's such that a conundrum, like, man. That there's so much passion that comes to like supporting smaller guys like us. Right. That it's you know it's hard to get you know get around you know. Wrap your hands around that. And, I, and, I've honest, yeah. and, and I've said this. I've written about it. I've talked about it since it happened. I like a lot of those guys in the community. I mean, they're yeah. really good people. Yeah. Every time I go up there, they have shown me so much love. Yeah, great people. I man. mean, that's what our barrels we have back here. All those rum barrels we right. have in the back. That's all, you know. And, that's what, and, and, and I, I think them. they're going to still support craft. I mean, it's just, it's so hard because th- this becomes a lifestyle. Yeah, like it becomes something you believe in, something you are passionate about. And I have some fellow beer colleagues, writers and journalists, who are like I'm not interviewing them anymore. I'm not having them on. I'm like, I'm not gonna do them like that because like the people are still good people. Yeah, I don't like who they're owned by, mm-hmm. but I also understand that. Hey, look, man, let's be real. Like, if you can guarantee your grandkids mm-hmm. that you can pay for their college, you're gonna take that opportunity. Yeah, that's it. I mean, it's it is about 
you know. It's not all about money, but money is involved, a hey, big man. thing in it, you know. Like it's like, you know. And so it's a tough thing to, you know, just walk away from something like that. Um, you know, the way we've developed our company and what we want to do is we, we do want to continue to be, you know, independent. Um, it's, you know, it's a, it's a choice, but I, I can't blame, you know. And it's Hell like, no, and can't. now I'm like looking at, you know, my friends up there that work there and I'm like, you know, they're pretty set up. You're right. You know? And now I mean, it's the like, guys you kind of got there. Yeah. 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 Coming from a brewery that's four years old where we struggle to make, you know. Right. Hey, pay our own yeah. bills and everything every month, you yeah. know. You know, but. To yeah. where at least if yeah. nothing else. Yeah. That's not a, I mean, it's a tough thing. Yeah. And everybody battles it. Yeah. And I respect everyone's decisions on it. I look, I'll be like this. Like, you know, Goose Island, they sold, quote unquote, sold out years ago. Hey, I'll tell you what, most of the beer I'm not a big fan of, but when that Bourbon County Stout comes out, yeah. those variants. Well, you still see people lining and, up for it. Yeah, and I'm yeah. one of them. Yeah, yeah. Because them joints be good. Yeah, yeah. And, they're, I, and I think they're one of the originators of the barrel-aged stout game. Yeah. So, hey, look, when that joint comes out, you better believe yeah. I'm going to be there. But you guys do a barrel-aged stout. Yeah, I had the regular clay. I haven't had the barrel aged clay. Oh, you haven't? Yeah, I haven't. I, I got to go break a can out for you then. Oh, yeah, yeah obviously we got to make that happen. <laughs> but tell me about that. Tell me about the barrels because there's a little bit of there's a story behind. Yeah, so we uh, we work really closely with Six and Twenty Distillery now. That's right. kind of our you know that's our, our local buddies, and um, we actually just recently brewed a um, a real high gravity. Uh, very pale beer. We added a little bit of chocolate malt for a little bit of color. <laughs> nice. But then we distilled that, so we brewed it here. And they, these guys came out, and we brewed this high gravity beer here, and then we put it in our tote, sent it over to their place, and then fermented it out. Nice. And then, and then distilled it. Oh wow! Yeah, a, a week later we distilled it through their whole system. Wow! And now that one is a you that one pot stills the whole nine going. And now that one's uh, aging in uh, in uh, barrels. Of barrels, so then that one will be released toward the end of the year. Ooh. Uh, the cool thing about that, once that goes runs through the barrels, then those barrels come back to us. Ooh. And then we'll put Caldy back in them because yeah, these guys are love some Caldy too. Nice, so. <laughs> and, I, and, and I love that because like in Atlanta, okay, so there's a brewery Monday Night Brewing. Yep, okay. and they did they had a beer they did with well they had a whiskey. So okay, so for the listeners. Wart and wash are basically the same thing in general. Yep. For so, explain to the listeners what wart is, and then I'll come back and follow okay. up with that. Yeah, bit. wart is basically just the uh, it's a sugar water. So it's the uh, basically what we extract the sugars out of the malted barley. Yes. Uh, so we make that what we make in the brewer house uh, when we when we're making beer, we make sugar water. Right. So. Uh, depending on how uh, how much sugar is in there, and we do a specific gravity reading, that depends on how much alcohol potential is in that. Uh, so we're able to, you know, kind of control that, you know, nice. on the brew house side. Um, but it's basically a sugar water. Right. And then what we're uh, what we're providing the yeast is fermentable sugars. Right. And then we have non fermentable sugars in there as well that are going to be for like uh, sweetness residuals. Uh, uh, residual sweetness and uh, and color as well right. for some of the darker malts. Mm-hmm. Um, but basically, we're just providing that the yeast, the fermentable sugars that will ferment into alcohol. All right. Yeah. So what that is with whiskey is that's essentially called a wash. 
Yeah. That's what Whiskey Guys do. So, what Monday night did, they had a collaboration with American Spirit Works out of Atlanta. And they did a whiskey that was made with wash that was from Dracula, which is a Scottish ale. Okay. And so yeah. they made a Scottish style, um, not a whiskey, a Scotch, out of the warts from that. And so, but in exchange, those barrels are going to be given to Monday night. And then Monday night's going to do a beer, and then they're going to put it in there, and they're going to kind of go back and forth. I love it. That's kind of what we're thinking about with this yeah. as well. Yeah. I didn't realize they were doing that. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. And, it's, and it's so cool to hear that that's going on, because I think that's a great collaboration. If you can, you know, if you can manage the, the wart or wash or whatever it's called safely. So, yeah, they had to, like, do this really crazy thing. Of like getting the stuff to each other and kind of collaborating and going from there. That's that's awesome, man. And that's what we're looking to do with this. It's like something that just kind of once we get it rolling, it just keeps rolling. Right. And we can send them back and forth. We're going to experiment with this. Um, that's the great thing about those guys and what we like to do is we like experimentation. You know, it's like it's it's fun to like you know have a, a small you know small batch or a small experiment right. just kind of you know see where it goes right yeah. Yeah. and by the way for listeners who are kind of unabridged what that is is that if you've seen the Jameson ads recently where they have what's called the cask mates where they're aging the Jameson into beer barrels that is what essentially what what these guys are doing it but instead of doing it with you know big box companies it's going to be smaller so you would imagine it probably tastes better on both things and that's it yeah. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, it's like the the smaller batch. I mean, it, you know, it is, I mean, it tastes it tastes better. Right, <laughs> and, and that's like, what it boils down and to. And it's like, yeah, it's hard to get around, you know. And you want to make more, but, you know. Right, but, but it's, it's, all, it's a fun thing to have that little small batch, right. you know. Yeah. And it's your local brewers yeah. and distillers, and they're working together, which is interesting in and of itself. So support your local brewers and local distributors and your local distillers in this whole thing. So, let's go from there real quick. Tell people where you guys are located, where they can find you, how they can support you. So, we're uh, we're located in Greenville, South Carolina. We're 55 Airview Drive. Uh, we're right by the downtown airport. So, we're, you know, we're in the city limits of Greenville. Uh, we're a little bit off the beaten path, so, like most breweries are. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we uh, we're open yeah uh, Tuesday through Sunday for regular business. We have uh, yoga, nice on Monday, so we yoga and a beer Monday night. There you go. Um, and then we uh, we have live music every uh, Thursday, uh, April through uh, August, and then uh, every Friday year round. Right. We have live music inside, so we're big on music. You know, we love. And they got and they got the king yeah. of pops little uh, freezer over there yeah, with, some, yeah. with some props. Bring the got, kids in, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Got some food trucks. So tell me what's okay. What can people find in stores now, and what's coming in the next couple months? So our, our core products, uh, uh, we have our Golden Fleece Belgian Pale Ale, we have our Lida IPA, um, and then we have our uh, Smoke and Mirror Porter. Those are our three uh, year rounds. We also have our Quality Coffee Stout and the and the larger cans. Um, a little bit more seasonal on that, but um, but we uh, just released a new beer, which is our Issaquina. Uh, Issaquina, that, yeah, mango white, and so that uh, that will go into cans coming up in the next uh, next couple months, and then we're going to start canning our seasonals coming up really soon. Nice. Uh, so our first can product. Uh, 
is our uh, our first can seasonal product will be our Ponce Cucumber Jalapeno Saison. Okay. Uh, that was one we uh, we won. <laughs> nice. The gold medal at the World Beer Cup last year. Shout out to that. Yeah, so we were pretty proud of that. That was last May, uh, almost a year ago that we won that nice. that award. So that was a big big feather in our in our cap. So, nice. Yeah. Yeah. And then last thing from there, you guys have got so much going on. How do you how do you find the time just to have a life, man, or do you? Yeah, my life it's kind of revolves around beer. Yeah, <laughs> it's not a bad life. To it's live. not a bad life at all. Um, I do get you know some travel in there as well, and I always have a good time. I right. I find a way to do it, you know. Um, and you know I love to you know travel and see music festivals and different things like that as well. So and get out in the outdoors. So nice. I try to get away when I can. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, but it is a you know. It's a labor of love and a passion here, so I enjoy everything that I do. Yeah, I wouldn't change anything. Guys, listen, man, I can sit and talk to Donald all day, but the place is getting more crowded. He's got to, like, walk and, you know, shake hands and maybe make some more beer. But we are going to have a Kaledi, a Kaldi, excuse yeah, me. Yeah, a Kaldi. I want to call it a Kaledi, but it's Kaldi. Yeah, it's Kaldi, yeah. And it's a barrel aid. So I do a quick little episode on bumpers. We're going to try a little bit of that beer. We're going to do a quick little teaser about that beer on there so you can kind of check in there real quick, find out what that beer is and what it's about. And I may bring a little something home, and I may have to kind of share with you guys. So from there, listen, thank you, Donald, for doing this. I literally just walked in here. I brought some beer from another brewery, and we drank, and we talked our shit. And then he's like, hey, man, I'd sit down and talk with you. So I appreciate you doing that, man. Absolutely, man. Anytime. We Got appreciate it. Come check it. Yeah, check out Quest Brewing. Hey, yeah. And by the way, Twitter, Instagram, what yeah, you guys are? We're all uh, Quest Brewing. Hey. Straight on through. So, yeah, uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Check these Quest guys Brewing. out. Yeah. Quest Brewing. Because they're on a quest. And we and are. That, and that quest is going to take them to the state of Georgia very soon. And I tell you what, they're going to have some really fun events. I'll be there, and I may have some surprises for you, depending on what we can work out. Anyway, thank you so much. Absolutely, man. And, guys, thank you for listening each and every week. We'll be back next week. Here it is. We're out.